late night at the office. The sharp buzz of his mobile phone startled him. Paul reached for his phone absent-mindedly, eyes still glued to his computer screen. He glanced at the text message and let out a loud groan. The text message read, Bro, we are all here. Where are you? Paul wrecked his brain trying to find a good excuse and finally settled on. Text message read as, Sorry, still in the office. Cannot make it tonight. Next time, okay? Say hi to the rest for me. He inserted a string of crying emojis and set the phone aside. He had totally forgotten about going out drinking with his friends and glanced at the pile of files on his entry. Sighing, he reached for yet another file and continued with the next assignment. An hour later, he yawned and leaned back in his seat. There were only two files left, and he had cleared all his outstanding emails. He stood up, stretched, and glanced around the open-plan office above rows of partitions of every workstation. The office was almost dark except for the night lightings that were strategically located along certain sections of the ceiling. The front part of the office was bright to indicate to the security guards on duty that there were still people in the office. Paul walked towards the pantry and switched on the lights. There were some biscuits on a basket and he grabbed two packets for his snack. As he turned to switch off the lights, he glanced to his left and saw a small light on one of the workstations. The audible sound of a keyboard's clickety-clack indicated a fellow colleague had the same fate as him that night. So Lee, you're working late also ah? Me too eh? He called from where he was standing, too lazy to walk over as he had his own work to complete. There was no response, so he assumed Suli had her headphones on and was in her creative zone as she often would describe it. Whistling softly to himself, he walked back to his own workstation and munched on the biscuits while swiveling left and right on his chair. It was at that moment when he heard the automated sliding door slide open. Probably a fellow colleague who must have forgotten something, he thought to himself. He stood up but saw no one. Eh? Uh, I thought you need a, a card to access the office. 
The door will not just open like that. Strange. He mumbled to himself. Out of curiosity, Paul walked to the front and pressed the exit button on the wall to open the door. It slid open and Paul looked out the corridor. It was deathly quiet. No one had walked in, but there was no one outside either. So, why did the door open? Hmm, probably a malfunction. He shrugged and walked back inside, puzzled but did not dwell on it. He sat back on his chair and resumed his work. He felt comforted by the knowledge that Suli was in the office with him, so he did not feel alone. As he was about to reach for the other packet of biscuit, he heard the glass door slide open again. He stood up and peered over his partition. There was no one coming in. Paul's heart skipped a beat and he glanced over at Suli's workstation. Her small light was still on and he could still hear her typing away. He walked quickly across the dark office towards her workstation and peeked over her partition. She was not there. Apart from the small nightlight on her desk, there was no sign of someone sitting there the whole time. Her desk was neat and her computer sat silently at the corner. Paul stepped back, heart beating wildly, realizing that he was actually alone this entire time. He ran back to his workstation and turned off his computer. At that moment, the door slid open again and he felt the hair on the back of his neck rise. Grabbing his bag and phone, he quickly walked towards the door that was slowly beginning to slide shut. He reached it too late and pressed the exit button. The door did not open. Panicking, he urgently pushed the white button repeatedly, but the door remained tightly shut. It was then when he felt something smooth brush the back of his neck. He froze for a moment before he continued his fervent pressing, refusing to look behind him. The sensation continued and Paul almost cried out in frustration. Lucky for him, the door slid open and he ran out without switching off the front lights. He did not care anymore and ran down the dim corridors to the lift lobby. The lifts came almost immediately and he rushed in. There was a security guard in the lift, but Paul did not look up to greet him. He was just glad that there was someone inside 
and he quickly took his position near the buttons and repeatedly pressed level 1. You're working late today? came the voice behind him. Paul nodded and barely turned his head. Yes, a lot of work to clear. Paul answered shakily as he was still feeling disturbed by what had happened in the office. As they descended down, he calmed down. Without fully turning his head around, he asked the guard, How long have you been working here? Ever heard of any strange stories about this building? He asked, trying to sound as normal as possible, just to break the silence. Oh, I've been here a long time already. There were many stories, and I especially loved the ones about level 22. Paul's heart skipped a beat when he heard level 22 and turned around to look at the guard behind him, hoping for him to elaborate. At that precise moment, the lift gave a loud indicating that they had reached the first floor. As the lift doors opened, Paul turned and saw that the guard had a smooth, blank head, as smooth as an eggshell. There were no eyes, no nose, and no mouth. The head turned to him, and Paul let out a short scream. As Paul stumbled out, he tripped and sprawled across the marble floor of the lift lobby. A guard at the front desk rushed over to help him and ushered him to his desk. As he tried to gather his wits about him, he explained to the guard about his encounter. The guard nodded knowingly. This is not the first time he came across distraught workers this late at night. He called a taxi for Paul and kept him company while they waited. The taxi came not long after. The guard watched as the vehicle pulled away from the front porch. He then walked slowly back to his desk. At the corner of the lift lobby, almost hidden in the shadows, a faceless security guard stood still, face as small as an eggshell, no eyes, no nose, no mouth, nothing. do you think? Have you ever worked late in the office? Could what Paul experienced be just his imagination? <laughs> <laughs>